The world seems to put so much emphasis on uh, sexuality, on expressing your sexuality, on getting your sexual needs met, whatever that means. But that's not really a biblical attitude. No. And it's so important to remember that God created sex, God created marriage, God created that desire and wants us to really honor the way that he's established that, which is really about understanding that both people within a marriage matter. Both sexual needs matter and that we really want to pay attention to that. I was just, John, with a a brand new married couple last night. I had done their premarital counseling now six, eight weeks into their marriage. They just said, hey, can we get together? And so one of the things that we were talking about is just some of those common misconceptions, like one being sort of what we touched on that I just need to simply make my focus on my spouse's pleasure, not worry about my own, versus really understanding, no, both people matter. But for them, you know, one of the big things that they had really bought into in spite of I talked to them about this is that, you know, that wedding night, you know, we waited and waited and waited. <laughs> Boy, this is going to be so amazing, so wild. And, and just to, you know, hear about how that went and just, you know, how it didn't live up at all to kind of their hopes and expectations and to help them to normalize that. You know, it's just, it, it's easy to get caught up into some of these myths that are perpetuated, you know, that, you know, sex in marriage is going to be boring over time. I mean, we hear that one a lot mm. going, no, it doesn't have to be that way at all. And the more curious you are about each other and the more focus you put into really getting to know each other, there's always, you're growing, changing, you can keep learning. Mm-hmm. So it's our job to recognize God gave us this amazing gift. And let's fight for this gift. Let's protect this gift. Yeah. Well, that's the heart of today's episode. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin, who lead the Focus Marriage Team. Let's go ahead and hear from one of our go-to guests whenever we touch on this topic. It's Dr. Julie Slattery. Uh, she joined Focus President Jim Daly to talk about uh, what she calls the four pillars of covenant love and uh, the emphasis of the relationship and the unity in marriage around the aspect of sexuality. And uh, here's Julie talking to Jim about uh, that first pillar, faithfulness. So faithfulness, mm-hmm. uh, you're saying, is kind of the core core. Describe how that fits into the intimacy of marriage, why faithfulness is so critical. Faithfulness is the foundation of everything else. So if you don't have faithfulness in your marriage, you can't have intimate knowing, sacrificial giving is going to be skewed, and passionate celebration is going to be short-lived. Yeah. So faithfulness is the parameter. Like, that's key. One thing I've realized is that your character is the most important thing about your sex life. Uh. If you don't have character, you can't build a long-term satisfying sex life. So that's, Mm, you know, I feel like sometimes we want to just say, oh, faithfulness is for some couples that struggle with this. No, every married person needs to grow in faithfulness. And it's not just about, I won't cheat on my spouse. Faithfulness means I'm going to be a safe person for you. You can trust me. Mm -hmm. My character is reliable and trustworthy, and it plays out in a lot of different ways. Yeah, that is so good. In fact, uh, in the book, you talked about you and Mike struggling in the early part of your marriage. And Mike said something to you, I think on your honeymoon, when you were struggling right from the get-go. What did he say, and why did that mean so much to you? So we started off our honeymoon 
and were unable to consummate our marriage because of physical pain on my part. And so we went a few days like this, mm-hmm. and we were both so disappointed. And at that point, I think starting to sort of turn against each other, like, this is your fault, no, this is your fault. Like, you know how that happens mm-hmm. when you're hurt and disappointed. And we were staying in this kind of one-bedroom log cabin, so we couldn't really get away from each other. We each went to our corners of the cabin. And then I noticed that Mike was reading his Bible, which was a good sign. I'm glad he's reading his Bible. I don't think I was reading mine. But he came over to me after a little while, and he just said, you know, Julie, I know this is disappointing. I'm disappointed too, but I just want you to know I'm not going anywhere. Uh, We have our whole lives to figure this out. And that was so significant to me because he was putting a huge brick in the foundation of faithfulness in our marriage. He was making me feel safe and that he wasn't angry with me. He wasn't blaming me, that he was looking towards the future. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about faithfulness, the issues of pornography and infidelity are huge. But I think we also can't neglect that faithfulness is about the person I am. And am I becoming a safe and trustworthy person? Yeah. Intimate knowing is the second pillar. Uh, You describe in the book the Old Testament Hebrew word, yada. Mm -hmm. Describe what yada is and why that caught your attention. So yada is the Hebrew word that is often used to describe sexual intimacy between a husband and wife. Um, So even in Genesis, it says, Adam, yada, Eve. And it means to intimately know. And so it's sort of an allusion to they knew each other sexually. But that word yada in the Hebrew Old Testament is used over 940 times. Wow. But most often it's used to describe the intimate knowing that God has with his people. So in Psalm 139, when David says, uh, you know, you know me, you know the word is on my tongue before I speak it. He's using that word yada over and over again. How how wonderful are your works? I yada that full well. Really the deepest intimacy. Right. Or when yeah. Moses is saying, I want to see your glory, he uses that word yada. God, I want to know your glory like a husband knows a wife. Huh. And so if you were reading the Old Testament in Hebrew, which I don't know much Hebrew, but I know this word, you would be reminded continually that the deepest intimacy of a husband and wife is a reflection of the deep intimacy God wants to have with his covenant people. Hmm. I mean, that even to know that it was used so many times, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what, again, we don't want to recognize these parallels for some yeah. reason that God is saying, I want to know you like you know your spouse. Right. Physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like, wow, okay, that's where you bring that all into the sacred. You know, Greg and Aaron, that story that Julie shared about that first night with Mike, uh, we had something similar. It was different, but uh, Dina and I got to the room. It's the end of the big wedding day, and she got physically sick. <laughs> because of something she ate. Uh, yes, no, you, I think it was, it was the nerves, <laughs> yeah, and it was all sense. of the, I'm saving myself, and now... Now the the gift gets to be unwrapped. Yeah. And so God had prepared me to be ready just to hold her that night. And I did. Mm. And we didn't, as Julie said, we didn't consummate the marriage that night. Uh, we have since consummated the marriage. <laughs> um, really, but yeah, it, it, it spoke volumes so, yeah. to her that it wasn't sex is number one here. You are. 
And so uh, along that line, uh, there are ways that we can make the relationship encouraging and Mm life-giving, even if there's difficulty in the sexual uh, arena for us as as a married couple. Absolutely. Sex is one component of the relationship, and in many ways— the baseline of, you know, connection and emotional connection, spiritual connection, all of that pours into the sexual component of the relationship. And so it's just recognizing if there's something going on and your your sex life is difficult, A, it's stepping back and going, what is getting in the way? What is causing us disconnection in this area of our relationship? What can we do to encourage each other and stay connected emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, amidst and even physically. It may not be a full-blown consummation like you're, you were saying, but it is. we can have that deeper connection mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, and that's why fighting for the relationship is so important, recognizing, Aaron, I like how you're saying that. It's a component, an important component. And, and again, we want to fight for that part as well as continue to develop those other parts. Mm-hmm. And I love how you were saying that. I mean, for for Aaron, for you and I to continue to go, boy, what 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 causes fun within the relationship? Certainly sex, but other things, mm-hmm. you know, going on walks and, you know, going on trips and adventure and doing marriage min- ministry together. I mean, all those kinds of things just continue to strengthen Watching our Hallmark bond. Watching Hallmark movies. Well, how about <laughs> can we can we? I've told you just say movies. That's oh, all. Oh, look at the time. Yeah. I guess we we'll have to yes. wrap up this episode right here. All right. Well, whatever works for you, and I love the playfulness that you two seem to almost always bring to the studio. That's a huge part of being faithful, knowing each other, being safe. Playfulness. Um, You're going to mock me, aren't you? No, later I'm not. For my I'm, Hallmark I'm trying to encourage watching. the listener to uh, to go there with us <laughs> and to grow in this area. Um, and do so specifically by looking for the book by Dr. Julie Slattery uh, at our website. We've got a link over to it. It's called God, Sex, and Your Marriage, and it's a terrific resource. Julie does not shy away from God's design and the beauty of marriage, and she also digs into the most common problems that she encounters uh, with the people she works with and in her research. And so this is really a, a wonderful treatment of the topic and we're going to commend the book, God, Sex, and Your Marriage, to you. Make a donation today to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us continue uh, making resources like this available. Uh, contribute on a monthly basis if you can. Uh, sign up to be a monthly sustainer um, and help us out with that monthly ongoing gift. Or uh, if you're not in a spot to do that, make a one-time donation. Either way, uh, contribute today. We'll send the book to you. Uh, stop by the show notes for all the details. And then Greg and Aaron's team, uh, the marriage department, is always putting new material on the website. Uh, There's an article that really uh, goes right along with the topic of uh, today's show. It's called, What is Intimacy? Look for that free article. Again, the details are in the show notes. More from Dr. Julie Slattery next time. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Is your marriage holding on by a thread? For deep hurt, you need deep healing that only comes from the Lord. And you'll find it at a Focus on the Family Hope Restored Intensive in Michigan. Our licensed Christian counselors will help you and your spouse get to the root of your issues in just three to five days. And it works. 80% of the couples are still married two years after attending. Learn more at hoperestored.com and talk with a trusted advisor. 
That's hoperestored.com.